Jeff Collins joining us here in the locker room on the fan 680 93.7 FM. Coach Collins, thank you for your time. We know you're going to be ready to go and get out there to get the work in. How you doing this fine Thursday morning? Man, I'm good. It's first day in full pads. The mm. guys are ready. Mm. Uh, just got out of a team meeting, special teams meeting, and I told the position coaches, y'all got 20 minutes because I'm ready to put the ball down and play some ball. <laughs> What are the rules? Pads go on the first time. You want to protect one another. You want to make sure you get the work in. You find out who's more physical. But what are the rules first day the pads go on? Yeah, We have all kinds of rules about humility and respect, protecting your teammates. So we go over those. We've gone over them three times now. Uh, So the guys get it, but they're ready to compete. Um, We're going to play hard. We're going to play physical. But as we go, make sure you're protecting your teammate. Uh, we tell stories from NFL camps on things that happen to guys that don't protect their teammates, and we want to make sure that our guys are playing hard, they're playing physical, but taking care of each other at the same time. Coach, we talked to you a couple of years ago at Radio Row, and I asked you, you know, open against Clemson, and you told me it's opportunity. I looked yesterday as the coaches poll come out. It's 2, it's 5, it's 7, it's 9, and it's 16 on your schedule. Uh, how do you feel about that with a team now that feels a heck of a lot more yeah. like yours than it did two years ago? Yeah, it's exciting. I think the trend in college football now is to – uh, make your schedule uh, more tougher, have uh, better opponents from out of conference, all those kind of things. I think that's the trend that's moving forward. We're there. We've been there the last two years. I think we've been ranked in the top three or four toughest schedules in college football. It's the same this year. But I think that's what you want. Um, and just our goal as a program is to make other people's schedule moving forward. It increases there because they got to play us. Coach, how do you feel now that you don't have to necessarily be the cheerleader, be the oh, guy that man. really brings the energy, be the yep. guy that sparks it, be the guy that's trying to hype up the, uh, the crowd, that three years in now you can allow that to happen from the players and let you uh, allow you and your staff to really show out that y'all can coach? Yeah, it's like, it's like you've been in our building, been in our meeting rooms. I mean, it's the first two years it was I had to be up there and dance and get everybody excited and get everybody moving and grooving to show them how to do it. Now – I walk in the room, here's what the business is today, here's the schedule, here's the agenda, here's the expectation, and I keep it moving, and the guys handle it. We had 32 guys. We have a leadership meeting once every couple of days. We now have over 30 guys that are in that meeting that affect this team, that lead this team, and just the maturity. And you'll see it out here today. There's not going to be a lot of silliness. We're going to put the ball down. We're going to have really good energy, but it's not going to be silly, wasted energy. We're focused on what's important now, and that's playing some really good ball. And uh, we got a really good group that's going to help us do that. Georgia Tech head football coach Jeff Collins joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93.7 FM. Focus, maturity, discipline, all the things you need to win football games. Yep. And struggled last year a little bit, ball control, yep. turnovers, and then obviously penalties. Yep. What have you done this offseason and into the training camp so far sure. to, to address that? Yeah, so all, all during the spring, that was a huge emphasis on us. Um, pre-snap penalties, post-snap penalties, uh, loss of composure, emotional intelligence, all of those things. Monday, the head of the ACC officials was here. He had the floor, talked to the guys for about 20 minutes. Uh, every single day, we probably have six to ten ACC officials mm. at every practice. Uh, they're tabulating every penalty, telling us in real time, having conversations with guys, and then hopefully you guys get to come around the building today. You can't turn right or left at a corner at any part of our building and not see the penalty report from the previous day. Mm. Every kid that had a penalty, what the penalty was, how much it hurt the team yardage-wise, um, and all of those things. That was one of the slides in the team meeting this morning. I go over it every single day. A huge point of emphasis. We can be really good. We cannot hurt ourselves pre-snap. 
cannot hurt ourselves post-snap, and that's what we're trying to trying to get done. We were at Falcons camp for two weeks, and Arthur Smith did something we haven't seen done in the NFL in a long time. Guys had a penalty, they run a lap. Do you do you implement that here where guys do something mentally and maybe you, go, you punish them physically? Yeah, so the biggest thing is accountability as a group. So when they're in our building, it is plastered everywhere mm-hmm. there's a ranking system so we all like video games right so there's a leaderboard and we like i like peloton but there's a <laughs> leaderboard and so as we've gone this is now uh, the sixth day of camp the guys that have the most penalties are up here that's not a good thing and then it has an arrow red or green where you're at on that leaderboard the goal is to get off the leaderboard that's not a good thing to be on the penalty report leaderboard the other thing too for position coaches it has up there the cumulative by position rank on this team, how much your position is affecting this team. Whatever position has the most penalties throughout camp, that's at the top of the list. So the position coaches, they're being held accountable oh, yeah. by me, so they're going to make sure they're placing the proper emphasis on it as well. How you like your uh, depth chart when you start looking at the back of your defense? you yeah. got Tariq Carpenter, you got Wanye Thomas, you yep. got Trace Willie. you got some guys now who've been with you, been in the program, yep. and there's some big body dudes yep. out there where they can really – Hand out some business physically yeah, as well. absolutely. And we rotate a lot of guys. You'll see 12 DBs that are ready to play in this league right now, today, out here practice the way we rotate them in. The ATL philosophy, I see John's got the T-shirt, ATL. 404, appreciate that, John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so, you guys yeah, hooking me up. My man. Uh, so they're really, really talented. But the last year during COVID and all that, I thought we were very disjointed on the back end. Very talented. But now they're playing as one. Uh, I go around each night, so we have night meetings, position meetings, unit meetings, and I'll go out at the end to dismiss them, take them their snack and all those kind of things. Well, my favorite part right now, the DBs, they're all in there together. They're all watching film together. Last night they call up, or every night they call up a different guy, and he shares their story. Hmm. Where I'm from, where I've been, what my family is, my hopes, my dreams, my, you know, things that bother me. And those kind of moments are special. We couldn't do any of that last year. So now we're doing this. We're really good. Coach, I know competition is king around here, no doubt about it. And I know you guys are going to try to get fight to be above the line. But, you know, if you can share, what are some groups you're looking for that's yep. high or even more uh, as far as competition right. that you don't quite know who's going to be the starter year right. yet, and it's just about how they perform in camp? Yes, yeah, so I think the biggest thing is the defensive line. Uh, I think we've made great strides offensive line-wise, uh, and I think the defensive line we're still trying to figure out. We've got probably – I think we've got six guys, if we were six defensive ends that we were to play tomorrow, six guys that we're rotating in and getting them in the mix that will be really good players. Um, but the cohesion at that position as well. Um, John Brooks comes back at defensive tackle. T.K. Chemedza, make sure I pronounce it correctly. Uh, he's back <laughs> torn Achilles the week before Florida oh. State win last year. Uh, he's back looking really, really good. Two really good leaders for us. And then there's some really talented guys up front. And wait till you see Zeke Biggers today. True freshman from Charlotte, 6'6", 350-pound nose guard. And oh. – Joe, wait till you see him move, man. Okay. <laughs> Great kid, all into the culture, all into how we do things. Uh, so the front four uh, along our defense is, is going to be markedly improved. Georgia Tech head football coach Jeff Collins joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680 FM. Coach, I'm curious uh, for a quarterback that's going into year two, that's usually when quarterbacks say that's when the light kind of switches, right. right? Second year of spring, like your fourth install. Right. Uh, game starts to kind of slow down, but from like a play calling standpoint, sure. going into year two with a quarterback, can you talk about 
uh, specifically on the offensive side of the ball, how it makes life easier as a play caller right. because you get to – if you were only operating at 30% of your playbook this year, I don't know, are you 60 75%? I mean, I'm sure as an offensive play caller, life's got to be a little bit more easier right. when your quarterback's in year two compared to year one. Yeah, absolutely. And first and foremost, and we've got a we've got an ATL shirt. This is Atlanta Sports Talk Radio, right? <laughs> yeah. ATL. I think you're allowed to represent I am, Coach. I am. So you're the only one that's not wearing that it, but true. just ATL, I think you're you're allowed uh, to wear that. I don't that think anybody's going to get mad at He's close to it, Coach. Yeah. I said, I, I said, so my vantage point, you're wearing it. I don't got it. But just the, you ain't been on Twitter yet. If you don't think that no, you do think anybody will get mad if I put that on. <laughs> so, but just Jeff Sims, I mean, he's uber talented, right? You're going to see him today. He's put on 25 pounds of muscle since he's gotten here with Luke Corrala. Um, but just as a as a leader, as a professional learning the game and just the, the growth that he's made since January, reading defenses, understanding fully our concepts, knowing where to go with the ball. I mean, he's taking RPOs and he's taking hitches. And they're there. He's taking them and not trying to just rely on the big player. He knows where to go with the football. He makes quick decisions. He trusts his playmakers around him. Um, and he's just really developing. I think it, the, the example that he sets for this entire team, taking coaching, being humble, respecting the game, respecting his teammates. We have a big window in the afternoon. They stay here all day, right? They're here and they're, we've got blow-up mattresses and they're watching film together. Last night, I go to a 6-15 staff meeting. We have a 7 o'clock team meeting. Jeff Sims and the O-line are in there watching tape. Mm. So, he also understands take care of the big fellas. Too. Yeah, yes. right. so. First day pads, like you said, September 4th, getting ready for that home opener against Northern Illinois. I was thinking to myself, having played the game like you did and most everybody here at the table, it's a different game anymore. Full pads. We used to go Oklahoma right off the, right off the <laughs> jump. No yeah. longer is that really yeah. uh, happening. Do you have a favorite drill you're looking forward to get seeing these guys be a part of today? Yes, yeah, so you'll see. So one of the first things we'll do, so we'll have a position walk. The guys are coming in right now. They'll go position walk, then we'll go uh, unit walk. So I actually run the defensive walk through the blitz walk. Then we'll go flex, and then right out of flex, we're putting the ball down and going coming out. Ball's on the minus three-yard oh. line offense. you got to get a first down, hmm. give the punter some room, and extend the drive, you know, hopefully go 93, 97 yards and score. But that's right from the jump, right out of stretch. We're going to put the ball down, coming out, period. Three groups will go. Then we'll have some indie. But then the next period is team run. And it is offense knows you run it. Defense knows you run it. Hudson, there's going to be – Joe, there's going to be some RPOs part of it. Um, but we are running the football uh, for five plays straight, four plays, and then we'll take a shot. So that is the toughness, the physicality. Take care of your teammates. But I think those two drills early set the tone for the rest of practice. Coach, this offseason in college football has been topsy-turvy. Texas and Oklahoma leaving to go to the SEC in a few years. There's been all kinds of rumors and rumblings about what could happen to the ACC adding, subtracting, whatever it may be. Do you listen to any of that? Do you talk to the AD and say, hey, this is where we want to be, or are you just all about ball and don't care? I got one thing to worry about other than my wife and my daughter is these guys right here in this football program. Whatever happens, we'll adjust and make whatever changes we need to. 
we're just trying to be the best version of ourselves in 21. Coach Collins, how have uh, the NLI talks go? Yeah, going? Uh, really good. And we've got we've got a bunch of mature guys that have a global perspective and a big picture perspective. We're at the number one public institution in America, mm. right? So the internship opportunities, over half of our guys are in internships this summer. Most of them were paid internships. Uh, so the exposure they get, the being here in Atlanta with all the business opportunities, all the people they interact with, um, and then we've got some guys that are in high-profile positions that understand play really good football. The deals will come to you, um, but that they've maximized everything that they, they're in the process of doing. Great guidance from Sim Shaw, Reed Fair, and Todd Stansberry, our athletic director, uh, has put a lot of things in place to help these guys. There's actually going to be some news uh, that I've heard about coming out here in a little bit, but it's really cool for our guys. Are you guys have, I was going to say, do you have a Waffle House endorsement for yourself? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Coach Jeff Collins joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. As guys have come through the program and matured, are they and you together – Understanding the the ramifications of the self-inflicted wounds, the sack fumbles, the missed extra points, the missed field goals, and where's the focus on that early at this point point of camp? Yeah, I mean, it's every day. That's what we talk about every single day. Uh, Speaking of the kicking game yesterday, uh, we had a practice over in Bobby Dodd Stadium ended with a field goal competition. Mm. And the the young man that just transferred in from the SEC, Brent Samaglia, uh, just dropping bombs. Uh, I asked him in a two-minute drill the other day, I'm like, like, Brent, where do we need to get? We're on the minus 38. I'm like, Brent, where where do we need to get? We're down by two. He said, Coach, cross the 50. (laughs) Wow. I said, okay, okay, big fella. I got you. And we tried a 57-yarder. He mishit it and was two yards short. So he's got the lead. Yes, and then Jude Kelly is markedly improved. Yesterday he was 100%. I think he banged one from 49 to end it. It was on social yesterday. Um, So the kicking game, the guys are developing more and more confidence uh, in it. Coach, we're kind of talking about like this generation of players, and I'm saying it like I'm some old guy, get off my lawn. But it does seem like even since I got done playing, like your job as a head coach, part of it is like, you got to relate to players more yep. so than ever, but at the same time, you can't pamper them. Yep. So how do you juggle that without, like, when I hear the term coaches, he, oh, he's a player's coach. I right. immediately think he's kind of soft on the coaches, right? That's why the players like him. All how right. do you balance that yeah. with, like, pushing the kids without kind of pampering them? Yep. So we have a policy manual. The first page of my policy manual is, is my responsibility to this program. My first job is to love these players. Mm. I think about that is to love them. But that doesn't mean you're just sunshine and rainbows. You got to have real talk because if you love somebody, you're going to tell them the truth. They have hopes, they have dreams, they have aspirations, but you need to uplift them and then make sure wrong is wrong, right is right, trust built over time. You can have those real conversations. I know where there is a program where we do that. Uh, some of the morning meetings, they get they get intense, but they know the place I'm coming from. I love them, I care about them, I want us to have unbelievable success. So when I am hard on them, it's coming from a good place, and they all understand that, and there's that trust factor, too. You can push them because uh, they know how much you care about them. Fans look at this schedule a little differently, and all coaches say it's always about this week. Do, how do you look at the schedule? Do you break it up in quarters? Uh, you break it up first two weeks, you break it up start of the season, or is it just really week to week, one game, this game only, that's all we're yep. focused on? I, I was born and raised in this game by George O'Leary, and it is one game at a time. It is one play at a time. That's all we talk about here. All we're focused on today is today's practice. That's all that matters. 
Then we'll worry about recovering this afternoon. We'll clean up the film uh, this afternoon, go to a weightlifting session, have meetings tonight to get ready to have a really good day tomorrow, too. So one day at a time, one game at a time. Speaking of Coach O'Leary real quick, Coach Collins, that uh, he always set goals. Are you at a point in your program or our program right now that you're looking forward to setting goals of where you want to be or what you want to get accomplished this season? Right, so you'll, you'll see it on, on the back of all their things, mm. but it's, it's what's important now. We're at a position in this program that we should be in position to win and compete at a very, very high level. And so every single thing, every decision we make, what's important now for us to put ourselves in position to win? That T-shirt, where'd you get that thing? Oh, that's Hamilton. Nice. The Hamilton. All yeah, American. Hamilton. Joe, Joe Hamilton. Hamilton, baby, number 14. <laughs> that is classic. The 1-4 show. Well, Coach, <laughs> we thank you. Number 14 in your playbook, number one in your heart. There you go. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank Coach, you. we thank you for your time. He certainly will be joining us throughout the course of the season. He's about to get to work and bump things up so he can get us and get Georgia Tech the time he could. He's literally running on the field, and we thank you for his time. Coach Jeff Collins. Head coach of Georgia Tech joining us here in the locker room on the Fan 680-937-FM.